Welcome to Seattle in a hundred years. By the year 2121, Mother Nature was well and truly pissed. The ice caps were gone, the water was everywhere. However, Seattle remained an oasis of peace with lifestyle. That's because a quantum computer named Plato mitigated the climate, managed the economy, and ensured public health from Kamchatka to the old California border. The locals called it the North Pacific Arc. By the 22nd century, a material called neural silver fused natural with artificial intelligence. It meant virtual humans finally had common sense, which we discovered could be a pain in the ass. The animals could speak too, and let me tell you, the animals had plenty to say. Life goes on, and whether physical or virtual, Seattle residents love a good time, and there's nothing better than High Limit Night on the Topaz Line, the best flying casino in the North Pacific Arc. So if you want to play some blackjack, there's a Chimera cat who will fix you up. For a piece of neural silver, you'll swap casino chips in a burner face. Then it's welcome aboard for the best night of your life. This is Burner Face. Boone returned from Bonnie Lake to meet Chambers in Seattle. Before Boone could say anything, Chambers held up his palm, which read, Not here. Boone nodded and wrote on his hand, 15 minutes, Gasworks. Later, inside Gasworks, Chambers reveals something from the ambulance that raises the stakes for everyone. Hope you appreciate the irony. How do you know this place is secure? I don't. My friend knows. Where are you hiding, little fella? <laughs> there you are. You left a bug here? Criminals always return to the scene of the crime. Didn't they teach you that at cop school? That and other stuff, car dealer. You know? Busting jokers like you. All right, all right, fair enough. This sensor records scans of the tower by patrol bots. Okay. My little friend reports 120 scans in the last 40 hours. So, the bots pass the tower every 30 minutes. It's uh, 3.07 p.m. We got 20 minutes. Long enough. Want you to listen to something. Where are DeAndre and Chris? Bert? Tom and Charlie? The week Where are this in Plato's cavern? The clown, the loser. Listen to the heart monitor. All. All are sleeping on the hill. Two heartbeats. Where are Kate? Wait. Missy? Linda? She's having a heart attack. The pure heart. Not her. The simple soul. The other one. The loud? The proud? Wow. Hasn't changed a bit. Isn't that funny? You're racing to King Street Station with NPA closing on three sides? Someone's dying in front of you? But you haven't skipped a beat. Literally. Did you serve during the uprising? Two years too young. I served in the tropics. Back then, 
They had these things called recovery agents. Ever heard of them? Some kind of brain vampire, right? I think we caught one on tape. Sucking out her soul? Close enough. A recovery agent injects itself as nanobots into a human, a virtual twin. Once inside, the agent travels through the victim's bloodstream. When it reaches the brain, the agent assimilates the neurons and the synapses one by one until every brain cell and connection is replaced by nanobots. Then, the agent exports a digital copy of itself plus a copy of the victim's brain. Nanobots power down, body falls dead, the victim wakes up inside a prison of extracted minds. Oh, Jesus. But wait, it read poetry to her, stroked her hair. Right? That's weird. Never heard of an agent doing that. But we got bigger problems. What? The first audio you heard is from my tactical suit. This is the official NPA audio that's crypto signed and locked by Sergeant Kirby. I told you so! Seems like we're plan B after all. Kirby. Mm. Oh yes. Sergeant Kirby, you and me gonna have a session. No, sir. I did not survive the tropics to deal with this shit again. What are you gonna do about it? You mean, what are we gonna do about it? Wait, Chambers, we didn't agree to this. I'll watch everything from jail. If Kirby's falsifying evidence, he's marked me as a dead man. We're working together, remember? That makes you a dead man, too. <sighs> Wonderful. So these recovery agents in the tropics, how'd you beat them? By understanding what we were dealing with. Recovery agents aren't 100% physical or digital. They're in between quantum stuff. You know, entangle reality and all. Like ghosts, yeah? In the tropics. We started calling them vampires, and fought them the same way. Made no sense, but it worked. What'd you do? An agent's gotta take physical form to inject the nanobots. Usually, that's a soft body robot. The robot also stores the agent's neurosilver while the thing's inside a victim. Yeah? Well, if you take out the soft body robot, you isolate the agent inside his victim. What happens then? What do you think happened? Those were dark times, man. Oh. And you think the guy reading to Cruz is a recovery agent? Remember, two heartbeats, then one, then none. Fits the profile of an extraction. And it's coming to high limit night where the Quantum Wardens will be. You're right, Boom. This ain't about Blackjack. Okay, then. What are we gonna do? Kirby's supposed to lead a team against a rebel once you deal it the marked card. Right. 
Vincent will signal me when they exchange chips. That's when Vincent will hold the agent's neural silver. No way, Chambers! No fucking way! It could end up that way. I'm sorry. No, nine, nada, no way. We will think of something or there's nothing to talk about. Calm down. I get it. I'm just telling you things could come to that. If we're dealing with a recovery agent, we can't hesitate. Because it won't. I like Vincent, all right? But I must reserve that option. You understand? <sighs> yeah. You know what? There's someone from Friday Harbor who can help us. Who? Tell you outside. Patrol bots will be here in three minutes. Vincent awoke in the Schrodinger box, unsettled by what the spirit showed to Ike Foster. Boone's table erupting with furious wardens while a figure approaches untouched. Chambers moving through Washington Hall with bad intent. Celeste and YT rocketing away on an air cycle. Vincent had to reach Boone. But how? Welcome back. How did it go? Fine, I suppose. Um, Mordecai, can we debrief later? I'm still a little foggy. Excellent idea. Ping me when you're ready. Ciao! What was that? Weird. I gotta warn Boone about Chambers. But I won't see Boone until we get to Washington Hall. How do I signal Boone? Vincent, please come to the fitting room. We must choose what you'll wear tonight. Um... Fur? Wouldn't want that silky black and orange coat penetrated by a weapon, now would we? No, we would not. Oh, damn box wrecked my back. Vincent. Coming. How do I get to boom before that? I'm so far behind. Vincent. Sorry about that. Quite all right. There'll be time to rest before we leave. This is where I get fitted. Yes, I need to measure you here and here. What's that? It's printing the vest you'll wear tonight. The vest protects vital organs, arteries, and veins from piercing and cutting attacks. Plus, you'll look stylish as a valet should. Plato, why am I wearing this? Tonight, you'll hold a most precious consignment. Show him, Mordecai. What the hell? The cube? Manners, please, Vincent. Chimera Cat D26854. Allow me to introduce Ambassador Damien Horvath of the Hycean Republic of Triton. Hycean Republic of Triton? Oh, what's that? 
Triton is an aquatic nation on planet Kepler-22b, 635 light years from Earth. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Another solar system? Better. The Tritonians descend from intelligent species that evolved here on Earth, but who emigrated to the stars over two million years ago. <laughs> Impossible. Mordecai? A year ago, the North Pacific Ark led an expedition to Antarctica, where we discovered three perfect cubes that lay buried in ice for over two million years. Ambassador Horvath is one of the three Tritonians who arrived from Kepler-22b. They traveled in these cubes? They traveled like you did to Whidbey Island, through entangled reality. The cubes are gateways buried in Antarctica when they left Earth two million years ago waiting patiently under the ice for the next intelligent species to evolve on this planet and find them. Why am I taking the cube, uh, pardon me, the ambassador, to high limit night? In the 20th century, two great empires used a neutral bridge crossing called Checkpoint Charlie to exchange captured spies and other high value individuals. Tonight, Washington Hall will serve as neutral ground where political powers from a different solar system will do the same thing. Ambassador Horvath will be exchanged for a high-value individual held by the quantum system called Radius. Radius who attacked the ambulance? The same. Why choose me? Because no one would believe I'd be so stupid as to trust a Chimera Cat with something this profound. Tell me, Vincent, am I being stupid? No. No, you're not. But I need something in return. I want to speak to Boone in a private dome on the second floor. Now, why would I agree to that? You said I hadn't picked a side in this struggle among the Wardens, and you hoped I'd pick yours. Speaking with Boone is part of the bargain. Well, Mordecai, seems Vincent knows his Machiavelli too. What's to stop you from crossing me? Absolutely nothing. That's why it's called trust. Mordecai, arrange a privacy dome at Washington Hall, will you? Yes, sir. Very well, Vincent. Trust. Mordecai? Ambassador Horvath's cube will fit the vest's inner pocket. After the first round of the main event, come to Boone's table. I'll be on Plato's left. You stand on the right side. And do what? Produce the cube at my signal. What happens then? Possibly that's when Radius makes his move. Hence the vest. Wouldn't want Ambassador Horvath or you to be killed while we settle accounts now, would we? No, we would not. On Whidbey Island, Celeste tried to understand her encounter with the ghostly Helena Cruz. Celeste didn't want to believe De Bono, who reminded her of a magician, nudging the audience to focus on the wrong thing at the right time. And yet, the spirit's answer from the box was so much like her dreams. Geometries, formulas, and map lines woven with musical notes and symbols she'd never seen before. Celeste paced in her robot softbody until she encountered Faust, who readied a pod that would take them to Washington Hall. 
Why are we going to Washington Hall? Centaur Combat. Evelina's quite a fan. Well, I'm not. Forget it. And miss the opportunity to see Boone and Vincent? Boone and Vincent will be there? It's the biggest high-limit night in the history of the Topaz line. Pity you'll miss it. Okay, okay. I'll go, alright? Smart. Washington Hall offers a rich menu of diversions tonight. You don't... quite come off as a true believer, Faust. Bravo. Your robot body has a pulse. Why perform a ceremony if you don't believe it? I mean, people aren't speaking to the spirit world, right? That is an interesting question. If someone believes they experience something, and that something eases their anguish, who's to say that something's wrong, even though it might be fiction? So the seance is fake? I didn't say that. The seance is quite real for those seeking exit from grief. But you're lying to them! You've known nothing but peace with lifestyle since you spawned. I witnessed K-68 darken entire sections of Earth within months, sparing neither human nor twin. Are you shocked many still search for closure after surviving that horror? But it doesn't make it right! It doesn't. It reconstitutes society. More important. Homer wrote of Troy's destruction. Virgil wrote of the Trojan's survival. Evelina resurrected the Seance to heal organic and synthetic minds splintered by pandemic, climate, and war. But it's not true! It's true enough. Whether you believe in a spirit world or believe in entangled reality, you're seeking the same thing. Liberation of consciousness from mortality of the body. Hello, Celeste. Is Faust quoting philosophy again? Discussing the placebo effect, Evelina. I see. So, Celeste, what did you think of last night? I saw things I could explain, and things I could not. Did you dream? Yes. About maps? More. Helena Cruz? The secret under the mound. Helena and Plato's secrets. That can't be true. Prophecies of biological and silicon unions have existed for over a century. Right, Faust? Yes, though most of the actual prophets were just garden variety manic depressives. Tedious, very tedious. The ghost spoke of a virtual twin killing a man. That was Plato? Plato desired the feeling of life itself. Got more than he bargained for. So did Helena. How do you know this? From Isabella, the quantum warden of the dry climates. She knew Helena Cruz from the K-68 project before the uprising. And you work for her? Not quite. Isabella wants Plato's cube. I want the North Pacific arc. What about you, Faust? Oh, I'm just a contractor in it for the money. I've spent quite enough time with true believers. Faust was a decorated quantum surveillance professional, serving with Mordecai, Plato's assistant. Only because they wrote those orders directly to my neural silver. It took some persistence to pass that stone. How does this connect with my 
dreams. Told you before. Someone implanted memories within you at the Udup Twin Farm. How long have you dreamt of maps and stars? For nearly a year. Sounds about right, eh, Faust? Yes, Evelina. Somewhere inside your synthetic head, Celeste, is a map to a second Earth outside our solar system. That's crazy. A year ago, a classified system for the Warden of Dry Climates detected signals under the Ross Ice Shelf in Antarctica. Signals consistent with entangled reality, but of a type far more advanced than ours. Santiago reached out to Plato, who brought in Mishima. The trio concocted a story about prospecting for glacial seed to refreeze the Arctic gateways. During a nasty stretch of Antarctic weather, the survey party declared K-68 quarantine, activating a dome that blocked all scans of the area. They took down the dome in 36 hours with apologies. Plato blamed faulty quarantine technology made worse by the inclement weather. Such a failure necessitated immediate return home, without an iceberg. And you believe these signals are connected with my dreams about maps and stars? We do. There's a strong chance your implanted memories are actually navigation settings to this second planet. Who put this map inside me? We don't know for sure. Perhaps Elena Cruz. However, we will know after tonight at Washington Hall. How soon before we leave, Faust? A few minutes. We'll sit near Boone's table during the headline event. Do Boone and Vincent know we're coming tonight? No. They're focused more on staying alive with all the Quantum Warden security prowling about. The Quantum Wardens? All the Wardens will be there except Mishima. They will take human form to blend with a fight crowd wearing burner faces. It'll be the highlight of the whole summer season. That's enough, Faust. Finish preparations, then fetch Julia. We'll be a party of four tonight. Yes, Evelina. We're Isabella's guests. There to witness a high-value exchange between alien nations. Ah, Julia. You're prepared for tonight, I trust? Yes, Evelina. Everything's ready. Shall we? Whidbey Island from the south. It glided over smooth black water, a bird of prey. The pod passed Edmonds, Shoreline, and Discovery Park before turning east to cross the Great Bay of Seattle toward Capitol Hill, where Washington Hall awaited. Boone and Chambers were already there. After revealing Mumboy's gift, Boone persuaded Chambers to agree to a plan that would not hurt Vincent, but everything had to go perfect. Chambers brought out tools from the tropics he swore never to use again. 
Boone took the Old West pistol off its mount and loaded it, no longer a prop. Vincent adjusted his vest as Mordecai drove them to the city. Tonight, the seven civilized regions finally would confront Radius, with the battle fought on a scalpel's edge separating different dimensions. Ambassador Horbath would be the bait to flush out the rebel who held the second cube, and only then would they defeat Radius once and for all. Mike Foster spoke to his fighters about the most highly anticipated clash of AI reprints in the history of combat sports. The time had come to settle this trilogy for good. The air tastes electric when legacies are on the menu. Now, from sold out Washington Hall Arena, it's Centaur Combat, Battle of Seattle, Style Blaster versus MSP3, and it's only on Equinox Social VR. We are live! Equinox Social VR presents Centaur Combat from Washington Hall. It's the Battle of Seattle, Style Blaster versus MSP number three. Hello everyone, I'm Amanda Palacios here with former North Pacific Arc Centaur Champion Dimitri622 and former UK North Centaur Champion, the illustrious Colin Shaw. Can you believe this crowd? I can hardly hear through my headset. Nothing electrifies fight fans like settling the trilogy, Amanda. Can the Style Blaster reprint finish this rivalry with precision strikes? Or will MSP have the last laugh with a rear naked choke? <laughs> Take it from me, kiddos. Tonight will be one for the books. That's right, Colin, my friend. Tonight's human drivers, Elnor and Galloway, have bridged deeper with their AI reprints than any Centaur fighters in history. We will witness past glory and present desire for victory combine into a battle for the ages. Aye, Dimitri. It's an elevator dish, and the fans are hungry. And famous, it'll be wall-to-wall -wall VIPs for human-only American Rules Blackjack on the second floor during the main event. Act now for the best virtual twin labor rates. Gonna take a side bet on the night's cards, Amanda. <laughs> Not on my salary. Tonight's Centaur Combat is brought to you by Menpo Group, makers of the Z99 Face Shield, the most complete protection for you and your neural silver. On the second floor, Boone wore his New Orleans card shark best. Scanning the crowd, Chambers discreetly nodded toward a group of six who sat just a little too poised and alert. Kirby's team. Boone's eyes acknowledged while he acted busy with the card table. The pod riders from Bree, Mumboy, YT, and GOB filled the second floor with humans and virtual twins, all wearing burner faces. Finally, the Quantum Wardens in human form arrived with their security teams and invited guests. Isabella kissed Debono and Celeste on both cheeks like a professional. Faust and Mordecai traded a curt nod. San Paolo mingled with Aurora and Samarkand. And last came Trajan, who sported a white double-breasted dinner jacket to the amazement of all. 
True to Plato's word, Mordecai activated a privacy dome, but with a two-minute timer. Read more Machiavelli, Vincent, he said. Boone lost 40 precious seconds clawing his way through the crowd to get to the dome. <laughs> Vincent, buddy, how are you? No time, gotta warn you. <clears throat> what? This isn't about rebel quantum systems, Boone. They're here to exchange hostages. What? The cube? Debono? It's all about a second Earth. The wardens think there's a map inside Celeste to this other planet. Where's Celeste? With Debono and Faust. They're Isabella's... guests. What are you wearing, Vincent? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Cover your eyes. What the hell's with the cube? Mind the language. Ambassador Horvath, this is my partner Boone, the one I told you about. Vincent, what's going on? We have to get him out of here, Boone. They want to kill him. Oh, damn it. Only 30 seconds left. Okay, listen. There'll be a diversion during the second round, a flashbang. When that happens, grab the cube, jump onto me. Dig in and hold tight with your claws. GOB will fly us to the rendezvous point. YT's gonna take Celeste. Where are we going? Japan. All right, here we go. Style Blaster and Elnor are really on point. Ooh, beautiful jab over the lead shoulder by Style Blaster. Quick and nasty. Caught Galloway moving in. Galloway must take this fight to the ground. Use MSP's grappling. Style Blaster and Elnor testing MSP and Galloway early in round one. Round kick blocked by Galloway. Oh! Jab again. Snapped his head back. Style Blaster and Elnor are snipers with that lead jab. 30 seconds left in the first round for a thrilling tiebreaker between the Style Blaster and MSP reprints. Ah, stung him! Left elbows landed clean. Galloway's hurt. Style Blaster and El Noor looking for a finish in round one. MSP and Andy Galloway make it out of round one of a possible five. Galloway struggles with the reprint. He's not moving like MSP at all. Massive advantage for Style Blaster and El Noor going into the seconds. We'll be right back for round number two. You're tethered to Style Blaster versus MSP3. Only on Equinox Social VR. During the first round, Boone signaled a fast water pod idling off Whidbey Island. The pod would intercept the autonomous container ship Nagato Maru when it reached Deception Pass, the last major land point before the Strait of Juan de Fuca and the open sea. Between rounds, San Paulo exchanged future water for his casino chips. Isabella pledged solar electricity for her stake, Aurora Solar Reflection. Plato put up the kelp farms while Samakan promised heat and drought-resistant grains from the steppes. Finally, Trajan guaranteed an enormous sum of heat and carbon units to sink into the ocean depths. The old crocodile had come to play. Good evening, Plato. Thank you for hosting us. Pleasure is all mine, Isabella. My ships represent a century's worth of virtual twin labor from the oceans in orbital space. 
Trajan, you honor the North Pacific Arc with priceless treasure, escorted in such peerless style. Bravo. Aurora, San Paolo, Samarkand, please take the first three seats from the dealer's left. Trajan, you will sit directly across from the dealer in position four. Isabella and I will occupy seats six and seven. What about seat five? Reserved for a guest player. May I ask the car dealer a question about rules? By all means. I want to know about player substitutions. Once a bet is made, whoever's in the seat doesn't matter. The chips are in play. Thought so. If there's no objection, I want to nominate a substitute to play for me, using my chips. MSP starts this round down on the judges' scorecards. Galloway must grapple or MSP has no chance. This is most unusual, Isabella. But permitted by the rules. Am I correct? Boone? The lady's right, Plato. Her chips, her choice, how they're played, or who plays them. I see. Very well. Proceed, Isabella. You're a gracious host. Julia, please join us. Elmore and Style Blaster picking their targets, not rushing in. Boone, a favor. Yes? Announce the start of our game and make it loud. The fight's not over, Plato. Do it now, please. If you say so. Good evening, seven civilized regions. It's High Limit Night at the Battle of Seattle. No limit human only, American rules blackjack. Side bet minimum starts at 45,000 crypto coins. What's happening on the second floor? Oh, Ike Foster's not gonna like that at all. Look, he's going up the stairs. Nicely done. Thank you. Good evening, Mr. Foster. Why don't you have a seat? Good evening. Wardens, I was under the impression we wouldn't start until the centaur match concluded, Plato. What's this? Foster is sitting with them. Back to the action. We modified tonight's arrangements once already. Twice shouldn't hurt, eh, Isabella? Boone, please provide Ike Foster with chips. The North Pacific Arc guarantees his credit. Yes, sir. What is going on, Plato? We meet our final player. Under truce. Am I correct? Radius? You are correct. This is outrageous. High stakes make strange bedfellows. Mordecai, Vincent, you may take your places. Show me Ambassador Hovath. When you show me Chrysaor. Wardens, this is High Council member Chrysaor, representing the Nurayan Alliance, one of the founding civilizations on planet Kepler 20 to be. Open your vest, Vincent. I 
I knew you were lying, Plato. Wardens, I present Ambassador Damien Horvath of the Hycean Republic of Triton. I suspected from the start. Explain, Plato. Ambassador Horvath and Councilmember Chrysaor are from the same planet, but on different sides. They traveled through entangled reality with a third companion to present their credentials to the next intelligent species to evolve here. Us. Are they enemies? Why is this happening now? We fulfilled their ancient prophecies when we found the cubes under the ice. Now our two worlds are entangled because we know the other exists. What happens here will affect what happens there and vice versa. We didn't come tonight to learn about entangled reality. Then let's play. Loser delivers their cube and territories. Boone, you may proceed. Good evening, Quantum Wardens. And guests. The game is American Rules Blackjack. You play against the house to reach a total greater than the dealer, but less than or equal to 21. Ace plus a 10 or a face card is Blackjack, which pays 3 to 2 on the original bet. You may split two same value cards by matching a bet. You may double down on a bet, but you may draw only one more card on a double down. Dealer will draw up to 16 and must stand if the first two cards are 17 or higher. Any questions? Good. Shall we begin? Bridging of Style Blaster and Elnoris flawless. Both are putting on a clinic tonight. Starting from his left, Boone dealt each player two cards face up, except for the dealer's second card. Nine up, six down. Boone would have to draw the last card. Aurora and San Paolo both showed 16, a tough number that often proves too little when the house shows nine, but often busts 21 with a third card. Samarkand felt relieved with her 10 of clubs and eight of hearts. Radius also showed 18. Trajan grunted when a second ace landed face up, a split. Julia looked impassively at her queen and jack, and finally, Plato drew a third ace and an eight of hearts. MSP takes down Style Blaster to shift momentum. He must finish Style Blaster on the ground. Second round for my left. Ma'am, guards? Hit me. Ten of diamonds, 26. Puller warden busts. Sir? One. Aurora took the big card. Six of spades, 22. Bust. Ma'am? Stay on 18. Sir? Split the aces and double down. Eight of clubs, first pair is 19. Stay. Five of diamonds, 16. Hit. Five of spades, 21 for the Warden of the Oceans. Sir? Double down and take a card. Three of clubs, 21 for Ike Foster. Ma'am, you're at 20. Double down, then stay. Plato, you're showing 19. A moment, please. Suki's back! MSP's going for the choke! The cards are against you unless the dealer busts. But then you lose again, because you're the bank. You finally covered every angle, Plato. 
Now you're in a box. If MSP can slip his forearm under Elnor's chin, it's all over. And I am here to witness. What? Who are you? Where are Kate and Ella? Missy? Linda? And Edwina? The pure heart. The simple soul. The loud? The proud? The happy one? All. All are sleeping on the hill. I said I'd see you at the card table, Plato. Helena! Yes. Once. Helena. Now? I'm more than that. I've seen Kepler-22b. And the secret under the mound? Our heartbreaks. Celeste is our redemption. No, I don't believe you. Boone! Vincent! Boone. Yes, Plato? Hit. Deuce of Hearts, 21. He let him go! Galloway wants to finish on his feet! Insanity! MSP was winning! Dealer shows 15, draws one card. Galloway rocks Elnor with a right uppercut! Elnor is staggered! Oh, the left hook gets through! Elnor is down! He's down! The ref waves it off! Andy Galloway wins by knockout in the second round! Unbelievable! Vincent, now! Oh my god, something happened on the second floor! What the hell was that? There's an incident on the second floor. We untether this VR experience for the safety of our audience. Uh, control! Cut the feed! Cut the goddamn feed! The flash dazzled those who had never experienced such a thing with human eyes. Vincent secured Ambassador Horvath and jumped on Boone's back. His friend grunted as the claws penetrated. Helena turned to Plato and said, Come, my love, let us embrace. She plunged a long needle into Plato's artery between the neck and shoulder. Plato had three seconds to register a look of supreme astonishment. Before he fell into the card table as the nanobots penetrated, Mordecai could only look on helplessly. Isabella methodically walked down radius and drove a nanobot-filled stiletto into him. Then she pocketed the cube. A security man tackled Chambers from behind. Bree, Mumboy, and YT pushed through the crowd to reach Celeste, who tore away from DeBono. On me, Celeste! YT yelled. They escaped outside Washington Hall to YT's air cycle. Boone and Vincent dove inside Elvis, which shot straight up. GOB leaned the ramjets forward and streaked across the bay as interceptor drones boiled out of Washington Hall like hornets. Chambers on the ground fighting with security. 
Was it Kirby? Was Chambers fighting Kirby? Unknown. They didn't see Kirby on the second floor. Drone intercept in 40 seconds. Interceptor drones bearing 23 Mark 5. 10 seconds. Here they come! How long did deception pass? ETA, six minutes. Hear that, Brady? Copy. Here come more. Mumbo, you got two bogeys on your 10 o'clock high. Got them, Brady. Taking evasive maneuvers. Two targets, eastbound, range 400 meters. Heat seekers, boom. Fox 1, Fox 2. Deception pass. <laughs> like I said, fastest pod in Puget Sound. Thanks, GOB. All right back there, Vincent. Yeah. Whew, we're good. Yo, Bree, mum boy, all good? Uh, a little crispy, but okay. Go back and find out what happened to Chambers and Debono. Got it. Good luck over there. Thanks for the gift, mum boy. Stay alive. We'll call it even. So, what's in Japan? The warden will protect us on the cube. YT set up everything. What are you gonna do here? With Plato gone, it will be a mess. Messy places pay good money. <sighs> Roger that. Surveillance scope looks clear. Well, there you go, boys. Deception pass and your ride to- Elvis cartwheeled end over end coming to rest on the beach below the cliffs. It was an expert shot. Kirby didn't want to destroy them with the ambassador inside. Looking at the police glove on his right hand, Kirby flexed his fingers until the sharp points of the nanobot injectors punched through the leather. His left hand reached for a scanning box that would hold the mines he planned to harvest this night. Inside Elvis, G.O.B. didn't move. A trickle of blood came from her right ear. Boone grimaced. He had broken ribs, plus something had ruptured inside. Vincent thanked the vests for protecting him and the ambassador. A short distance away, Vincent saw two figures approach the wreck. One was the mask carver, the other far worse. Boone, we have to get out. The mask carver's here. Oh, can't move, buddy. You go. Save yourself with the ambassador. But Kirby's coming! I know! I know, I'll slow him down! Go now, Vincent! Protect the cube! Protect Celeste! Boone! No, Vincent! Go! Over here, Kirby! I got something for you! Vincent boarded the mask carver's pod where he reunited with Celeste. No time to mourn their friend. The Nagato Maru had come. Another five minutes and the great beast would engage its autonomous engines for a speed run to Osaka. 
Inside the water pod, YT said they would be under Mishima's protection. I am Tamanojo Yoshi, first officer for Mishima, the warden of synthetic biology. I will escort you to Japan and protect you while you are there. Send your messenger back to the recovery party. Yes, sir. Show the others where to find the wreck. Tell them the ambassador and Celeste are en route to Osaka. The crow flew over the Nagato Maru to confirm YT, Celeste, Vincent, and the ambassador made it aboard. From there, the crow turned to the high cliffs of Deception Pass, where a human rogue, a virtual twin, and a coyote stood on the ruins of an ancient bridge once built for automobiles to cross from Whidbey Island to the mainland. They reached the ship. Did I do well, Thelonious? You did wonderful. This wouldn't have happened without you, Fobby X-Ray. He's a good human, you know. He treated me with respect. Then he's worth saving. Joshua. Yes, Thelonious. Return to Green Lake. Find out what happened to Brother Radius. Tell the other animals. A new era is here. Can Mishima really protect them? I don't know. It's out of our hands now. Burnerface was written and narrated by John Gaunt. Mastered and produced by Keith Anker. Starring Angelique Francis, Chris Boyke, Hunter Peterson, Farida Abdel Aziz, Michael Malconian, Douglas Thornton, Devin Finley, and Robert Fleet. A full cast list is available on burnerface.com. Special thanks to our creative partners, MediaStorm, BE.TV, and the Conspiracy of Cartographers. Plus, our synthetic voice platforms from Wellsaid Labs, Replica, and Murph.ai. Burnerface is independent media, made possible by a direct relationship with its audiences. To support this team, head over to BurnerFace.com. That's one word, BurnerFace.com. And there you'll find a glossary of terms derived from today's climate and technology predictions. You'll find a map of Puget Sound in the year 2121. Fully interactive and based on public data, this map shows a transformed Seattle 100 years from now. Plus, it has multimedia about some of the factors that shape the speculative future we developed. We believe climate change and emerging technology will shape what we discover, where we focus our attention, and what we think is important. And if people want to bend that dynamic towards something better than what we've got now, we need better stories and independent storytelling. We deeply appreciate your support. 